Welcome to She Says, He Says. I'm Trent. And I'm Tanya. We're two successful business owners that have found value in living life with more intention, and we want to share it with you. This podcast is all about enabling you to find your own personal fulfillment. Through our experiences and connection with like-minded people, we bring you a better understanding of your relationships with yourself, allowing you to feel inspired and whole. We're two everyday people that are inviting you to join us as we adventure through all parts of life that lead you to a deeper connection with self. Let's dive in. Welcome, podcast family. It's Trent here. Hey, Tanya's tied up, so I wanted to get on here and talk about a subject that she and I have discussed quite a bit over the years. Um, it's And I, my hope about talking about this is that we can bring uh, a gap in awareness, I think, between men and women that I've seen and uh, maybe start a discussion because I think a lot of times we think that everybody thinks like we do or perceives the world like we are. And it leads to a lot of misunderstanding and it leads to a lot of pain, quite frankly. So, um, you know, I had a beautiful experience. This was hmm, three, three and a half years ago already. I was at a conference. It was uh, all men in the room. And uh, a woman came up to uh, present the feminine perspective. And she had this great opening. She talked about, well, she surveyed the room and she said, by a show of hands, who in here has felt unsafe in the last week? You know, and there's probably 100, 125 men in the room and like two or three hands go up, right? She goes, that's interesting. When I ask a room of women the same question, almost every hand goes up. And there's this, uh, there's this difference in view about it. And it was revolutionary for me. And I, I have to share it. And I've, I've talked about it over the years with different people. I've kind of asked the same question of, of men and women. And I'm getting about the same response. You know, it's like, I'll ask women, hey, like, I'm curious, in, in the last seven days, have you ever felt like unsafe, like either physically or anything like that? Or do you take steps in order to make sure that you're safe? You know, in terms of like, it's something that you think about and without fail, they all answer yes. When I ask men <laughs> without fail, they almost all answer no, unless they've had like an extraordinary circumstance occur in the last week. Um, you know, and so, so what does that look like? So, you know, for women, they'll say, yeah, like I am aware of my surroundings at all times, right? I talked to one woman that when she goes running outside, she always keeps one earbud out and she has a dog, right? Why do you do that? So that I can feel safe because I don't feel safe. So I have to take steps in order to feel safe in the world because I'm worried I'm worried or afraid that things are going to happen, right? Somebody is going to come and violate my myself, my person in some way. And I want to make sure that I have resources for that. And so what's interesting for me as a man, so like I'm, I'm six foot one and I'm like over 200 pounds. I'm a big dude. And, you know, <laughs> I love hoodies because I'm also bald. So I like to have my hood up because otherwise the cold air 
gets on my bald head and it's uncomfortable for me. What I come to realize though is that that, so I go out and I walk around and I'm not worried about anything. And what I'd never realized was that half the population is, you know, it's interesting. I like to often in the summertime, especially I like to go walking under the stars, right? I love the moon and I love the stars and the big night sky. We get, we actually get stars where I live here in Prince Albert. And so I like to go walking at night and a lot of my associates, friends that are women don't can't don't don't, I guess is the right word because it doesn't feel safe, right? So they'll go uh, if they're in a group, right? Uh, they'll go if they have uh, a companion that they can feel like they're handled, you know, that can handle themselves or they'll have a plan. And uh, it's so interesting to me. So why am I bringing all this up? Well, I'm bringing it up because I had no actual awareness of this as a man. And because I assume everybody thinks like I do and experiences the world in the way that I do, I had no idea, right? I just figured that, you know, maybe they like to be in bed early or whatever. And that's why I hardly ever see any women out at dark or later and certainly not alone. Not that that thought even came in, but as, as this became into my awareness, I started to notice it and it's like, wow, it doesn't happen. And for women, I think a lot of them assume that we think the same. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, well, why aren't you thinking about this? Right? It's something that pervades my thinking all the time. I'm always trying to make sure that I'm, I'm safe. I know a way out. I know where the escapes are. I know, all right, or I bring a dog with me or blah, blah. So, so there's this hmm, dissonance between the two the man and the woman. And uh, I want to start to open a dialogue about it because I think it's so very, very important. It has certainly for me shifted my behavior and um, it has created more empathy for me. So now I can um, put on a different lens when I am um, speaking uh, to women or interacting with them, I bring the idea of safety into, into the foreground, into the front of my awareness. You know, there's lots of times, hmm, you know, it's interesting. I think even the sense of creepiness that some women feel from men, um, or that, you know, men will get a little bit like a little bit too close too soon physically or, just a little too cavalier with a woman's space and boundaries, physical boundaries. And what we don't realize or what I didn't realize, and I'm, I'm confident most men don't is that we weren't taking into account your, if you're a woman, your feeling of unsafety because it's not something that we think about. And so I've done a much better job now in the last couple of years of creating, um, you know, holding space, creating space, not moving too close, uh, unless invited things like that, just out to honor that sense of, of safety to create that sense of safety with, with a woman. 
and um, and it's helpful. You know, <laughs> there's no better feeling, right, than when the feminine can just kind of relax, knowing that it's okay, it's handled, right. I'm safe. So, um, yeah, I wanted to bring this to you for, for women. Now I want to bring this awareness to you that, um, like a lot of men aren't inherently, um, unsafe. They're not all looking to, um, cause harm, bring violence. Um, there's really just this, (sighs) there's just unawareness. And, um, and then we see it lots. And then what happens is we get into an intimate relationship, um, and husbands too. We, we can sometimes, hmm, we sometimes diminish that experience for women. I know I did. And we don't understand. And then it's an extra violation almost. So because we're not aware of this feeling that she doesn't feel safe, we can sometimes encourage or place her in positions um, where she's not feeling safe. She does; it feels dangerous to her. Um, you know, I remember. I'll speak for myself again. I remember one incident where my wife and I were walking, and we took a wrong turn on the street, and you know, it kind of, we kind of went down a bad bad road, and it was it was full of people that were you know, under the influence of drugs and, and on the streets and, you know, without homes. And she was terrified. And, you know, I wanted to walk through the street, past them all, because that was the shortest way. And I didn't honor that feeling of safety that she needed. I, I, you know, if I could wave a wand and go back and do it again, I should have said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let's turn around. And we'll, we'll just go the other way. It's no big deal. Um, you know, but instead I kind of forced the situation because I didn't feel unsafe. And so, so her feeling was just silly. And, uh, you know, so if, if there's any husbands out there, men out there listening right now, it's like a double violation to a woman when a, she doesn't feel seen. And then B, she feels like forced by somebody who's supposed to care for her um, into a situation like that. So I'm bringing these up because I want to start a communication. I want to start a dialogue about this. Um, you know, if you're if you're one of our many women listeners, this would be a great one to share with with your intimate partner. You know, if it's a male and. Uh, and start the dialogue. Tell him how you actually do feel about these things. And um, and if you're a man listening, <laughs> word of advice, um, don't logic it and don't diminish it. It's very real. It's a very real experience. And it is, um, it's built from generations of being basically being violated and having physical uncertainty at almost all times. Right. You know, you consider like you go back to any period of time and a lone woman, a lone vulnerable woman becomes prey for the predator. And, uh, it's been that way for a very, very, very long time. And it's that way right now too. So, 
Um, these are not um, experiences that should be diminished. They're very real. What I would love is if you guys could start the communication about what can I do to help, right? And how can I know, right? So for us men, we need signals. <laughs> We're very good. We, we are kind of like puppies that way or, or golden retrievers. We need to know what the signal is. And then when we hear the word, then we will respond and then we'll feel good about ourselves and we'll want to belly rub after just so you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but in all honesty, getting back, it's like, okay, like, can you communicate to me in real time? Like when you start to like, what's it feel like for you? Okay. Well, I feel this tension in my body and my guts start turning or my heart starts racing or my body starts tensing up or all of those. Okay. I hear you. So can you do me a favor when that happens? Can you tell me, Hey, I'm starting to feel like really unsafe or really anxious right now. Okay. I hear you. And then what can I do to make it better? Do you need me to hold your hand? Do you need me to remove us from the situation? Do you need me to step up and speak up? You know, what do you need? Um, do you need me to make sure that you didn't need me to pick you up? you know, from work when it's like dark, um, or drop you off, you know, there's a hundred things that we can do. Um, and any one of them will go a very, very, very long way to a helping your partner feel seen and b creating more safety trust in the relationship. It's a massive thing. It's a massive step. So, um, so uh, yeah, I invite you. If you're listening to this podcast um, and you're a woman, invite your male partner, if you have one, to give it a listen and start the conversation. If you're a man listening to this, I would ask you to start to bring awareness to it in yourself and even start a dialogue with the women in your life. You know, um, <laughs> I'm... Now my thoughts turn to like fathers and daughters too, you know, and fathers, we do a great job of, um, raising children to, uh, accept a risk, right? We like to kind of push the edge in some ways and it's a beautiful part of growing up and fathers be aware though, sometimes when we push too far. So it takes a real discernment, a real wisdom to know your daughter's heart and to know um, when to gently nudge her and when to protect her, frankly, to listen to her and to protect her. So listen, I guess, listen to your heart, stop in a moment. And sometimes we get so caught up in our idea. Okay. I'm just going to push. I, I just want them to experience this risk. It'll, I know it'll be okay. And it's like, you're violating. It's a violation. There's times too, when maybe the lesson to learn is okay. When you're scared, you can trust somebody that you love to protect you. That can be a very, very valuable lesson too. I know we want to raise independent, strong women, women and men. And we also need to raise people that understand that we can lean on one another. And that sometimes what we really need is just to be protected. And we can do that in a safe way that doesn't diminish us because God knows life creates opportunities for that too. 
So, so that's it. That's what was on my heart. I wanted to have this conversation. I'm sure Tanya and I are going to cover it in an episode down the road at some point too. Uh, I'd really like for her voice to be added um, from the feminine perspective around her experiences. I think it's more poignant when uh, a person that experiences something can relate it. But I also wanted to get my voice on here to get this message right now. It's something that's been on my heart for a long time and the opportunity has finally come. So, so here it is. So if this is something that speaks to you, um, by all means, like I say, share it with your partner. Um, feel free to share this episode too with, with a man or woman that you think uh, could benefit from listening to it. Um, as always, I would love to hear any feedback. We love the emails. We love the, the messages on Instagram. You know, email us at Trent and Tanya at she says he says podcast.com or find us on Instagram, she says he says podcast. We love hearing from you. The links are on the show notes. I hope you guys have just an amazing day. Know that we love you very much, and Tanya and I will be back to talk to you again soon. Bye.